Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie Rickey here at First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad that you joined me for this episode. Uh, This episode of What's Going On is our first of 2021, which is so exciting. Um, And I want to talk about impact today, because I think so often uh, when it gets down to it, what we really want to know is what we are doing, does it make an impact? Does it make an impact in someone else's life, in my own life, in the world? And there's a lot of ways that I think um, that you are making an impact and a lot of ways which our church is making an impact, not only on the people that are here, but in our community and around the world. And so today I want to share some of the different things that we've done, that we're doing, some stories that I've heard from all of you, um, because I just, I want you to know know that it matters. What you're doing matters. What we do here at the church matters. Um, your life matters. And, um, and if there's anything else I can tell you to start off this year, that's what I'm going to tell you is that you matter. Um, and that there's, that there is an impact on what we are doing. And so I want to start off first with a story that I think is just really sweet and wonderful and a really simple way um, to share uh, the fact that impact can come in in really small ways and in really incredible ways. And so this fall, I had uh, someone in the church contact me that they their kids wanted to color photos, uh, pictures, and then to be able to bless some people with those. Uh, pretty simple way. Their kids were young, and, and this was something that they could do. And so I gave them a list of people that I thought might really enjoy having uh, some colored photos pictures from from some of the children in our church and so today I just uh, heard back from the mom and she was sharing with me how uh, after she had sent those uh, coloring colorings off uh, she received handwritten thank you notes from everyone that she sent those to and how much it meant to them uh, to to be to have received those and then she that meant so much to them that they sent them as well again at Christmas and, and shared more folk colorings uh, at the nursing home as well and how it's just kind of spurred on her and her children to uh, just find these little ways uh, to be a blessing and and you know the other side of it is that shortly after those ones at Thanksgiving got sent I got calls at the church saying this was so sweet and so unexpected and I feel so uh, uh, joyous that I was thought of uh, by this family. And so it, it was a blessing to that mom and their and the kids, but it was also a blessing to the people that received it. And it was as simple as um, they sat down and they colored uh, using crayons, colored a photo and, and sent those off. I have some on my on my uh, church door and, and always enjoy having uh, artwork from the children of our church. So just a plug there. Um, I'd love to see my door covered in artwork from our children. So one simple way that some people in our church uh, decided to be a blessing uh, and have an impact on others in our church. And then and then because that went so well, they were inspired to move on to the community. Uh, another one that I, I want to share, and I think I've shared in different places, but I want to continue to share it, is we had someone in the church who decided that they were going to create these personalized scripture message um, boxes for uh, our shut-ins and those in our, nur- our members in our nursing homes. And so each member got a box of 52 scriptures that were personalized with their own name. And so to give you some kind of an idea of what it's like, I have some that a friend of mine gave me that are a little more 
uh, these were handwritten, mine are not, uh, but uh, it, it's kind of like this. So on this one, it says, uh, from Matthew 19, 26, it says, with God, Katie, all things are possible. And I tell you, when you read scripture with your name in it, it, it does feel like God is talking right to you. And so uh, all of our nursing home and shut-ins received a gift like that this year. Um, and then they begin corresponding with the person who kind of led that project. And I have, again, received notes uh, of people saying that that has been their God moment. Uh, receiving those, starting a correspondence, having someone to talk to, having someone to uh, get to know. Um, again, such... I wouldn't say that that was really a small thing because I think there was a lot of work that went into it, but one simple idea uh, became a huge blessing within the life of our church. And so, again, it doesn't always take a big um, thing in order to make a huge impact. Sometimes it's just a small thing. Sometimes it's just noticing something and saying, I can do something about that. But sometimes, as the church, we also do things that create a huge impact. And one of them that I want to talk about today is the angel tree gifts that we did over Christmas. I uh, received the update, and so I want to share that with you. Um, we, as a church, gave out 103 gifts. We had 103 gifts that were delivered. They were delivered December 21st. Um, and then we also, uh, because we had some extra donations, uh, some halo, uh, the little oranges, tangerine, I don't know what they're called, mandarins maybe, uh, the little oranges that are easy to peel, halos, uh, two, every child got two halos and a bag of candy. And the candy actually came from the lo local Lakota youth group. So the youth group there knew what we were doing and decided they wanted to get in on it and be a part of it. So they worked together so that they could donate a bag of candy for every kid. Isn't that cool? Like the thing that we were doing inspired someone else to do something and it just kind of snowballs and look at the impact just keeps growing and growing. And so I just uh, they want to make sure that that we acknowledge some of the big players uh, that helped with the um, angel tree gifts this year the big one I want to jump right off with is Lisa because she is a rock star when it comes to organization and figuring things out and she figured out a good system for how to keep track of all our angels especially this year when we had people calling in and donating for angels or um, calling in and wanting an angel but not able anyway she figured it out uh, we did not lose one angel this year um, and so Big props to Lisa. Second to our youth group, our youth group and adult volunteers uh, along with them uh, went shopping for, you know, so if there's someone who just said, I can't shop, but I want to, you know, sponsor an angel. It was the youth group that went and bought those gifts uh, with the money that was sponsored. And so the youth group um, did 37 gifts. So they, they spent one evening uh, at Walmart, and big props to Gina Brandt in particular for organizing that and standing at a till and just being the one who they would come and, and processing all of that. And she was so organized that she even had like special notes for the kids so that we weren't losing any angels. I mean, seriously, uh, it, was, it, it was pretty impressive. And to hear um, the youth group and the adults uh, who were participating that night talk about what that meant for them uh, to get to do that and, and to get to be a part of that blessing. Um, I think not only, again, does that have an impact on the people of Milk's Camp, but it has an impact on our people, on our church, on our youth um, to get to do that. And so thank you to our youth group uh, for that. And then also... 
just for the way that it all worked, every gift was wrapped, every gift had their angel securely attached. Um, I think someone told me that this year was the most organized year that we've ever had with it. Um, and so, ah, just a huge impact. So, you know, if you were someone who went out and bought gifts, I hope that you were impacted by that, that uh, generosity that you were showing this year. Um, because I know that we are making a huge impact uh, for the people of Milk's Camp and for their Christmas. And again, like I said, what you were doing was inspiring other people. Another one I want to throw in there is that same night, the youth group also took a good chunk of their budget, I think $700 of their budget, and they put it into gift cards and they handed gift cards out to people at Walmart randomly to say, we just want to bless you this year. And that was so impactful that people from our church heard about it on the radio the next day about the generosity of our youth group. And I hope, I hope that it inspired others to be generous and to kind of have those random acts of blessing uh, go out. But you want to talk about having an impact? Our youth have an incredible impact, not only on this church, but on our community. And so that's one of the ways that I think we have a big impact um, in the life of the church. Another one is I want to talk a little bit about uh, the money. We have a fund here called the Good Samaritan Fund, and that is a fund that's uh, within our missions budget, but it's it's a fund that we use to purchase Hy-Vee gift cards, gas cards, and to help people out with, with their needs. And so I just want to talk a little bit about the impact that, that we're having on, on our vulnerable populations here in Yankton. We have um, our our homeless shelter has a waiting list of over 50 people on it right now, and they're working to double their capacity, but it is a huge, huge need here in Yankton. And one of the ways that we try to help meet that need is, is when people come to the church that we're able to give them a gift card to hy to use for gas or food. Um, and then periodically we'll, we'll help with a night in a hotel or um, different needs like that. We, we're going to be, you know, helping uh, people who've, you know, have maybe problems that show up that they weren't expecting or, or damage done through weather events and things like that. And so we do have that available as a way to um, have impact on the people uh, here in Yankton who need it most. Um, you know, just the other day, I got to meet with a mom and her son, and they were so incredible, incredible and amazing. And we just got to have these this wonderful conversation about, um, you know, how hard it is to kind of start over and to move and, um, and how, how wonderful it is to be able to come to a church and know that um, God's people can, can help uh, in those times. Another one of the ways that I think that we're making an impact uh, is through our star words. Um, you can still get a star word. Uh, you can comment on Facebook on this video. I'll see that as well. You can call the church. You can text me. You can um, however you want to do it, and we'll have a star available for you. Uh, so the star words are to help celebrate Epiphany, which actually is tomorrow. Um, well, I guess it depends on when you're watching this video. For me, it's tomorrow. It's January 6th, which is Wednesday. Um, and that star is, the word on that star is just a way for God's Holy Spirit to work in your life and to help you pay attention to what God might be doing in and through you this year. Um, and so I, I, it's been amazing to me since Sunday when we started it. Um, 
already people are starting to recognize how the star word is already impacting their life and and what it's making them pay attention to and the conversations that they're having within their families about how god works and how um, the star word that they have um, what that can mean for them um, and then, like i said it's okay if you get your star word and you're like what because i will be totally transparent and honest with you that um the star word that i got this year i didn't have the best reaction to um i had craig pick mine out because i've been picking at everybody's and i felt like if if everyone um had to get one from me then i should get to pick my own and so i had craig pick it out when we were doing drive through communion and he picked out the word presentation presentation so let me tell you why I had a negative reaction to this word. So this fall, I have I have had to up my knowledge on uh, online media, on uh, things like a program called ProPresenter, which is what we use to make our slides go, and 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 streaming and sound. And you know that that's been kind of a rocky road if you've been with us this whole time. Uh, and, and a source of constant stress <laughs> in my life. And so I got the word presenter and I was like, what are you trying to say again? Like, are we still not there yet? Are we still not there yet? Um, and so I've just been trying to sit with it the last couple of days and, and what God might mean. And I just think presentation can go so many ways. And, you know, again, my prayer is to try to be open to what God might mean by that. It might not mean my knee-jerk reaction of what I think it means, or it might mean you know, your job is to present the gospel. Your job is to present the gospel, Katie. It's not your job to convince. It's not your job to cajole. cajole. It's your job to present. It's your job to put it out there into the world. It's your, you can't shy away from that. You, it is my job to do that. Uh, but I also can't control what that's going to be after I present it. So that's where I'm sitting with it right now. Uh, but I will say, and you can, you can ask Craig to confirm it, that I was maybe less than thrilled when I got my word. Uh, but I think it is probably the right word for me, as I think the words that you are receiving are the right words for you. But I do pray that they have an impact on you this year, because what we are talking about today is impact. Another way that we are looking to impact our community coming up, the Missions uh, Parish Care and Outreach Committee, PCOC, wants me to share with you a little bit about their next big thing that's coming up. And that will be the Sweetheart Tree. This is the first time I've been in a church with a Sweetheart Tree. This is my first experience with it, so I'm kind of excited. But as you probably can tell, I get excited easily about a lot of things. Uh, but the Sweetheart Tree is another donation uh, opportunity. And this, uh, the donations are gonna be going to the River City Domestic Violence Center. Um, and this center does work around uh, for primarily women and children, not to say that men don't experience domestic violence, they do, and they do get help here. Um, but it is uh, more often than not overwhelmingly women and children, and this is where they can go. Uh, they have some places for them to stay and then have resources to get out of that domestic violence situation. Uh, but in order to do that, they do need uh, our help and they do need supplies. And so I'm going to list the supplies here, but I'll also, uh, we'll put them in the email. We'll, we'll display them. We'll have them out and about so you can always go back and check on, you know, what it is that we're looking for. But that's going to be uh, the sweetheart tree. I think we'll probably go up this month sometime. And then I think goes through Valentine's Day. Uh, I could be wrong. 
it's always possible. Uh, so what they're looking for, uh, the needs that the domestic violence center has includes toilet and bathroom cleaner, um, Lysol wipes, Lysol spray, laundry soap, um, dish soap, all-purpose cleaner, body wash, dishwasher soap, shampoo, any sort of cleanser is sort of the theme so far. Uh, shampoo, conditioner, garbage bags, paper towels, toilet paper, tissue, uh, batteries, double A, triple A, C. Um, and then the other thing we want to add in this year are um, some encouraging notes and prayers for the women and children, especially. Um, so, you know, just reminding them that they are loved, that God is with them, uh, that we we care for them and are praying for them, things like that. Uh, I think, again, those things go a long way. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, um, you know, when, when we color a picture and have that become such a large impact on somebody, imagine when someone's going through probably the hardest thing they'll ever go through in their life. Uh, and to be able to start again and have uh, kind of these basic necessities that we maybe sort of take for granted, but really add up uh, if you have to go buy them all at the same time. And so let's fill up uh, our sweetheart tree this year. Let's let's make it so that the domestic violence center is like, I'm not sure where we're going to put all of this because you have blessed us so greatly. That's the kind of generosity I want to see. That's the kind of impact that I want our church to have so that in the community, when people talk about the Methodist church, be like, those people are generous. Those people, if you ask them for something, if you have a need, they're going to meet it and then they're going to go beyond. You know, Jesus talks about, you know, someone uh, is in need of your coat, like you give it to them and you give them a shirt too. Like uh, if, if uh, someone needs your shoes, like you take it off your feet, you give it to them. Like let's have that sort of attitude in our generosity this year. Let's have that kind of impact in our community that when we set our minds to blessing something, that we're going to go above and beyond, that we're going to go gangbusters blessings. Like that's what I want to see. That's the kind of church that I want to serve. That's the kind of church that I want to be a part of where we just go crazy. Like we are going to, if we say that we're going to donate to this, you better believe that we're going to donate to this, okay? Like, I may be a little competitive, but if what better thing to be competitive about than generosity? What better thing to be competitive about than blessing people? Like, what better thing to be competitive about than saying, we're going to give this to you to honor and glorify God because that's what we're about. And so, you know, here is all of the soap. Here is all of the toilet paper that we can get. Here's all of the whatever um, because this is what you've said you need and we are about being God's hands and feet in the world and making an impact in our community and we are about blessing others because that's what it is that's why we exist as a church um i'm going to say something kind of controversial here but i ultimately it's really not and that the church doesn't exist for its members it exists for those outside of the church that we are called and we are together as the body of christ so that we can transform the world that we exist to look outward and and to work for the good of those that God has called. We, we exist so that we can make a difference in the world, so that we can make an impact. Again, I want Yankton to know who we are 
And I want Yankton to know that we are a church of generosity, we are a church of grace, that we are a church of God's love, and that we are serious when it comes to meeting the needs of the people here, that we are serious about making uh, Yankton a place where people are not suffering unnecessarily, that we are feeding the hungry, that we are clothing the naked, that we are um, tending to the sick and the lonely. Uh, let's take seriously those callings in 2021 and be the church because that's what we're here to do. That's the kind of church that I want to be a part of, that we are recklessly generous. Ooh, I might have to preach on that sometime. Recklessly generous. Um, and so let's start it right with our sweetheart tree by being recklessly generous with the needs that they have expressed. And so let's go crazy with God's love, right? Amen? I hope you're saying amen as you're listening to this. I am here in my office by myself, but I am like hyped up. Um, I guess the energy from the worship this Sunday has continued on. And so it has been such a blessing. I can't even tell you. We had like over 40 people in worship, and it's the most that we've had in worship in the church um, at one time since we've gone back into the building. And I didn't know how much I missed you. Like, I just didn't. And I got up in front of everybody, and I could just feel the excitement. I could feel the energy. And I, it was like I ate pure sugar for breakfast <laughs> that morning uh, because I was just so excited. And there was just something really beautiful about um, seeing so many faces, even though they were behind masks. I could still see you. I could still, uh, I could hear your laughter. I could, I could feel... Uh, your spirits. And those of you who watch online know that I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful um, that we still get to connect in this way. Um, and, and for you, for those of you who sent messages and, and for all of you who were so generous with your Christmas gifts, uh, I, I feel super humbled and super, um, like I don't feel like I deserve it. And, and I just want to say thank you uh, for so many of you, the, you know, to be able to say, I feel like I know you, even though we haven't met yet. Um, that really means a lot to me. It means that that these things that we are doing are working uh, because I want you to feel like you know me. I want you to feel like you can trust me. I want you to feel like I'm your pastor. And so it is my prayer and my hope that for 2021, we're going to make a huge impact uh, on each other and on our community and in the world. And so that is my prayer for you. And I hope if it works out that I'll see you on Sunday. Oh, one final little nugget of things, uh, and I think it kind of goes along with impact, is we're going to be starting confirmation on the 24th of January. So that's a Sunday. Uh, it's going to be after the worship service, so from like 11 to 12. Uh, and it's for eighth graders or anyone who, older than that who hasn't gone through confirmation yet and would like to. You don't have to be a member of the church to go through confirmation. It's open to all. Um, the 24th, uh, that starts it. Um, if you are someone who wants to be in confirmation, but you don't want to be in person, we will be social distanced and masked. Uh, let me know so that we make sure that we get our Zoom act together for that. So that's all I have for this week. I hope that you're doing well. I hope you had a great start to your new year and we'll see you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. You can join us for worship Sundays at 10 a.m., either online at www.firstumcyankton.org or in person 
with our safety protocols in place. We do require masks and social distancing. We hope to see you in worship. God bless.